Hey there, Spidey fans, it's me, Stanley. Nope, not Stanley, just regular old Stanley. I'm here to tell you about an exciting contest presented by the Hot Blooded Challenger Club podcast. You could win original artwork from the ultimate Spider-Man. Wow, look at all that great art. All you have to do is join the Hot Blooded Challenger Discord and then click on over to the contest and giveaway channel. It's free, but hurry, contest ends June 30th. So click the link, read the rules, and enter to win this fantastic prize by AnimationLegends.com. Excelsior! When my father disappeared and Mother Brain tried to take over Video Land, her only hope lay in an ancient prophecy that a great warrior from another world would come to our rescue. I was a bit skeptical when Kevin showed up, but now I don't know how we'd ever get along without him. Pour yourself a bowl of Ralston Nintendo Cereal System again. It's Saturday Morning Crunch. We review the Saturday morning cartoons as nominated by you. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined, of course, with... Keith, the RoboDuke. Oh, hey, Keith. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, just got back from a job. Yeah. At the restaurant. <laughs> awesome. Great. And we're also joined along with... Peter Graphic. Hey, Pete! I have a lot of games that I don't know what they are. <laughs> for Japanese systems. Can you identify them for me? On Instagram? I cannot. This week we're talking Captain N, the Game Master, again! But specifically, we're talking Season 2, Episode 3, The Quest for the Potion of Power. And you can watch this on YouTube. Which is fantastic. I love that you can watch some of these cartoons for free on YouTube. Uh, it premiered September 20th, 1990. And Captain N uh, ran a total of three seasons, although that last one's... We don't talk about the third season. Yeah. Uh, for a total of 34 episodes, it was put out by Deke Animation City in conjunction with Nintendo and Cy Young Animation Company, LTD. And uh, it falls within the genre of adventure, but this time with Game Boy. Uh, and while we're talking adventure, <laughs> well, we'll talk about Game Boy. But before Good we talk God. about Game Boy, let's talk about adventure. And more specifically, let's talk about issue two of Read Only Magazine. It's up for pre-order. The theme is adventure. Check it out. ReadOnlyMagazine.com. Pre-order it now while you can. And you get a special variant co cover, which is awesome. May or may not feature Game Boy. You're the one who's taking the submissions. I don't know if anybody's talked about the Game Boy. Yet. Uh, you gotta, you gotta uh, pick up an issue to find out. There you go. So historically speaking, we've already discussed Deke Animation. We've already discussed Captain N. So let's talk about our personal history with Captain N again, because we have somebody new on the program. I don't think were you on the Captain N episode, Nikobun? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Peter Graphic. <laughs> I uh I don't think I was actually yeah like I think you penciled me in for this one but not that one gotcha for some reason because uh, I'm uh, a dick <laughs> sorry Pete so tell me what was your personal history with Captain N I was there from day one baby yeah yeah okay. I read dude I, I I later went on got the comic books which had uh, Samus instead of uh, Mega High <laughs> yeah like th th this was my shit because I was. Uh, perfectly bred for consuming products right even though half the time you couldn't tell what product they were trying to sell look at you buy you billy yeah they never say the word nintendo they never say nes 
I guess they which say is, Zapper. Which is doubly weird because this the whole series started because it was uh, like a one page cartoon, extra cartoon, and then Nintendo Power issue. Right. And like, and like he's like it's all clearly Nintendo products. I mm-hmm. believe the Zapper is referred to as the Zapper at least. He's playing yes. on an NES Advantage in the intro. The gauntlet that's magical is the Power Glove, and I think it's called the Power Glove. Actually, I don't think it. I don't think that comes up. Like, I know it's the one that summons him, but yeah, I don't think they actually refer to it by name. If if they do, it's like once. Yeah, yeah. But it's clearly got the the buttons and is impossible to wear. So now this is the uh, second season. So I think both Kid Icarus and Mega Man were kind of put on the shelf so that they could introduce the Game Boy character. Because I'm <laughs> oh wonderful. Yes, I'm remembering <laughs> more Game Boy and Simon. In season two than the other two being. I, look, I'll take Game Boy over Kid Icarus's weird speak and Mega High, Mega Hello, Mega This, Mega That. Well, Mega Man, Mega Man does get an episode of his own. That's actually the last episode of the series because we don't talk about season three with the Dr. Wily slash Dr. Mario thing or whatever the hell is going on there where he gets a, their computer viruses in that one. But that's not the episode we're here to talk about. I think the Olympic one was season one, right? Yeah. The, the Mega. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Kid Icarus was not around. Like he was there, but yeah, Game Boy was definitely shoehorned in a lot more. Like hell, this episode, it is literally just Game Boy and Kevin who haul off to Hyrule. Like, yeah, they even shelf the dog. <laughs> the dog, who I swear is just a golden lab, they painted the brow patch around his eye for the intro. Poor dog. I had never noticed that as a kid, and then I rewatched it. Like, wait a minute, it's a golden retriever. They don't, they don't do that. Well, I was gonna say, Kid Icarus is the shits, and he deserves to be forgotten. <laughs> yes, <He's>... the Shitsicus. <laughs> the Shitsicus. <laughs> Not a fan. I, I, I like. Look, I, I'm sure if I had played Kid Icarus. Back in the day, I would have fond memories of it, but I didn't. No, you wouldn't have. No, I, I played it as a kid. It's a terrible game. And he's it, like, this version of Kid Icarus is even worse than the game version. It's one of those games where it's like, here's the mechanic, do your best, and then you get to the last level and they go, oh, sorry, you didn't you didn't uh, pick up all the pennies or something. <laughs> yeah. you, know that, you know that thing that didn't seem important? That was ultimately what you were supposed to do, so fuck you. Those early black box NES games are very arcade in their mechanic and mindset. It's like Tower Juraga, you know, comes in and just kicks you in the nuts, and you're like, I, uh, I, I, yeah. I guess I'll put another quarter in this. Well, it's either this or Dragon's and I don't have four quarters to play fucking Dragon's Lair. <laughs> it's, it's one of my most hated things in games. Is yeah. the, here's the core mechanic. Here's some stupid, superfluous thing that doesn't really seem important at all. Oh, that was the most important thing. Oh, no, you get the bad ending. Yeah. Because we're cowards and we don't <laughs> know how to write endings for anything. So, yeah, I'm not salty. Uh, but whatever. This is awesome! Me meeting my favorite video hero. You're a real video legend where I come from, Link. Hey, what happened to your leg? Ah, oh, it's nothing. Pulled a muscle dodging boomerangs. Goes with the territory, you know. Yeah. So, Captain N, is this the famous zapper I've heard so much about? The one and only. But hey, call me Kevin. All my friends do. <clears throat> you two heroes can pat yourselves on the back some other time. We have important business. Oh yeah, right, Ganon. Ganon? I thought you wiped him out for good. So did I, but we just heard a rumor that someone's trying to bring him back. 
Wow, you got any clues? Only one, that they're searching for a magic potion that will restore his power. We've got to find it first. Of course, I don't really need help, but Zelda insisted. <laughs> ah. Link, you know Ganon's creatures have vowed to get revenge on you. All right, so let's discuss the plot of this particular episode, and I'm sorry, I know nothing. Please, I know nothing. <laughs> I look at my notes here and I think I might have been slightly delirious <laughs> uh, because there's like a second, like a moment in it where, what's his name, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin Keane. Yeah, he meets uh, Link and it reminded me a lot of the Never End Story Part 2 when Atreyu and uh, Bastion hook up. Right. I don't know why that all came flashing back to me. Like they, And it's a similar thing as well, like where they go on an adventure and Bastion's like, hey, man, I'll use my 90s street knowledge yeah. and spray paint and stuff to take care of these problems. And Atreyu was like, hey, Whitey, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what goes on here. But Link isn't very happy about um, Kevin N coming in yeah. and uh, shooting the place up. Kevin makes the mistake of calling in a game, which I, I like. The, this wasn't handled very well. It wasn't written very well, but I like the ideas behind this sort of pull between the characters. Like, I knew there was going to be jealousy right off the bat with uh, Zelda, you know, fawning over Kevin and Link not particularly enjoying that, uh, considering where he's coming from, because this is like a sequel to the animated series that lasted a season. Well, it's literally based on the sequel to the game, too. It's literally right. just the, the plot of Zelda 2 in Microcosm. But, like, they're looking for Potion instead of Link's blood. Yeah, and I like that Kevin's involved in this, and I like that he calls it a game, and you know, Link yells at him. He's like, it's a game to you, because he just got hurt. You know, his leg's bandaged or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a cool here. idea. Dodging boomerangs, man. Yeah. <laughs> never, never again. It's a 15-minute cartoon. It's dopey, but I like the ideas, and I like the mashup, and I like the crossover. And evidently, uh, and Nico Bun can back me up on this, this happened like three other times where uh, Kevin would go into the world of Legend of Zelda. I think it's only one other time. That I can that I can remember. Again, we don't talk about season three. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. the like, well, I actually I don't even know if he went to Hyrule for that one. Or at least, or I think it was a weird like level or yeah world montage episode. Because I know the the other time that I can remember them coming back is Zelda and Link come to the Palace of Power for a ball, which they mm. also get another costume redesign. Like they're wearing like ballroom outfits, and well, Link's is kind of terrible, but. Yeah. Zelda's dress, very good. It's just Link's hat that I hated. The strongest part of this iteration of Le Legend of Zelda, in my opinion, is the art direction. It's within the lens of Captain N, so both Link and Zelda get a complete redesign in their costuming. They changed art directors between seasons of Captain N itself, too, and this guy... Uh, he had done time in comics uh, with DC and a little bit of Marvel mm -hmm. uh, before this. So, um, like, he's mostly to credit for this. It still keeps it with, like, the established Captain and visual style. Like, all dudes are wedges of various sizes. Mm -hmm. um, unless you're... Well, actually, even Kid Icarus was kind of triangular. I think I think Mega Man was a wedge in the other direction. Yeah. An isosceles triangle. <laughs> With, with like a with like an orb slapped on top the redesign of some of the baddies from Zelda from the original show to this particular episode I really dug especially the moblins because they got that and 
take a drink every time I say this, but they got that Rankin Bass vibe that I love, and it reminded me of the goblins from The Hobbit, and it's just like, yes, more of this. I like, like, I like the Moblins, and I liked how Ganon looked in the original series, but the way they look in this is just like, ah, that's spot on. Like, that's what I want from a Zelda cartoon. As far as the animation goes, I was surprised by how good it looked. Everything had an extra layer of polish on it. My memory of this show is something I watched 28 years ago mm-hmm. and something I watched last December. Right. Or whenever it was. Yes. All right. So I only remember, I'm like, Captain N, it looked like it looked in season one, I guess. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching this, I was genuinely surprised by how good the characters looked. They were very expressive. Yeah. And there was a lot more polish involved in this second series, it seems. Um, everybody was quite sexy. Uh, like, I noticed that everybody was, like, tall and they're kind of perfect looking. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, as, like Zack Snyder would do right. in his movies. <laughs> you right. know, he's got no time for normal looking people in his films right like not on the level of uh ghostbusters or batman or whatever there were interesting shots in the cartoon like the there's a shot where uh kevin is lining up his his sights with his zapper Mm -hmm. uh to hit something and it was just like him pointing the gun directly at the screen and it's not the kind of thing you usually saw Mm. in cartoons like that it's usually side profile Right. For, uh, for something. I just thought it was kind of inventive. Like, I don't know. They just improved a lot. Yeah. And uh, I was impressed with that, to be honest with you. I, I was genuinely impressed. I think I think season two, they got a, a bit of a money bump. And, like, it didn't start running out until, again, we don't talk about season three. But by that, after this season, like, it was a lot of... You, you notice a lot more, oh, they're only animating the torso. Or they're only animating the mouth. Like, it, it went straight in the toilet. But at this point, they still had the money and the time and the people to like care about what the heck they were doing. Yeah, uh, Game Boy does this sort of squash and stretch gimmick with his screen to fight baddies. He does it twice in this episode where they gave him a bat and I love that. <laughs> his screen turns into a uh, a hand with a bat and just billy clubs baddies with which I thought was cool and there were a lot of different cinematic angles peppered throughout the episode. There were a couple shots, like particularly when Kevin and Link shake hands. It was very stiff and looked very cheap. And for whatever reason, they left Link's hand goes up again for some reason, but it cuts away real quick. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's weird. The Moblins changed colors a few times. A yeah, couple but, of them. Like, that, but that's always a byproduct of phoning yeah. that out to get inked or yeah, colored up right. overseas. Right. So. Uh, and again, paying respect to the source material, when they enter that original town that's uh, not attacked by goblins immediately, but pretty close to immediately. The one woman that they they approach, who's running from them, they're they're asking like, do you, you know where this particular place is for this potion? She goes, she I think she says, sorry, I know nothing. No, she says, please, I know nothing. Sorry is the game one. Yeah. yeah. So when she said, I know nothing, even though I I haven't watched this episode in decades and I haven't played. Zelda 2 in decades. I knew it was from the game. Yeah, the town itself also like looks directly ripped from the manual uh, yeah. spot art, the little intro uh, stuff where they talk about the wizard that put that version of Zelda to sleep and all everything. It is pretty much that town. Just the children are uglier. The children are way uglier and have weird proportions. <laughs> it's just that one. It's just one that one guard lo- garden gnome looking little asshole. But still, just, uh. so yeah, the voice cast from uh, the original cartoon Legend of Zelda revisit their roles were applicable in this episode, which I I appreciate. It, not a big surprise considering they're probably all within the same D ecosystem. They're probably working on a bunch of different cartoons. 
iTunes. But it was cool to hear the same voice cast come back. Ganon returns, Link returns, Zelda returns. So that's cool. And I thought the music was pretty good. I, you know, it's what you'd expect from Captain N. Yeah, yeah. Captain N always played a little more, like, fast and loose. Yeah. And kind of campier, I guess you could say, with its music. Like, it was always a little video gamey, but, like, non-distinctly. And sometimes you'd have little slight nods to the source material. But, mm-hmm. like, it was more like a mood. Like, this felt like kind of a slightly dark adventure because Zelda 2 was slightly darker than the original, you know, where appropriate. And then, you know, goofied up uh, more when, you you know, you had uh, Eggplant Wizard and King Hippo running around. Oh, I like Eggplant Wizard. <laughs> Dude, I love Eggplant Wizard. He's also voiced by one of my favorite voice actors, Michael Donovan. I like a character that doesn't look cool in any way. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't. They kept the good part of the Kid Icarus cast there. <laughs> I like when the frog is sitting on his head when they're, they're stuck in the swamp because it's like the frog has a massive cock <laughs> which made me laugh i'm like they knew they knew what they were doing that's the same color green between the frog and that stem if it was the if it was 2004 you could submit that theory to a disney sex secret art oh boy. illuminati blog thing yeah yeah <laughs> eat low feet eat we'll be right back Animation. The Hot-Blooded Challenger Club podcasts are a proud affiliate of Animation Legends. Head on over to AnimationLegends.com and scope the large assortment of animation cells they're offering. Own a piece of animation history. For just $25, you can get five different cells from some of your favorite animated shows. Shows like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Vampire Hunter D, Captain N, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Star Wars Ewoks, and many other. And you can pay even less with our special promo code RINGS at checkout. That's R-I-N-G-S. Go to animationlegends.com or click the link in this show's description and tell them that the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club sent you with our promo code RINGS. Oh, hey there, listener. I didn't see it come in. Well, since you're here, let me personally thank you for listening to this program. If you'd like to show your support a little bit further, check out the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can become a member for as little as a dollar a month. And with that dollar, you get access, early access, to premium episodes of this very podcast. What's a premium episode? Additional content that's cut just for club members. You could be listening to that instead of this advertisement right now. And hey, don't have the buck, but want to support the show? Leave us a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. Honestly, it it goes so far to help our algorithm, so one day you could hear me advertising for uh, comfortable underoos, or a really good mattress, or yet another subscription box. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get back to the show. Shake the shake. Now back to our show. You know, it's like, okay, we want more of the same. And Nintendo were like, oh, you want more of different? Here you go. And with that, we're back. Hey, don't miss out on exclusive content cut for just uh, our Patreon supporters. Head on over to hotbloodedchallenger.club. Sign up. Become a member for as little as a buck a month. Get more content within the podcast you're already enjoying. Get those podcasts earlier and be a part of our awesome community. Let's wrap up with Captain N, but this specific episode that involves Legend of Zelda, which is called Potion of Power. 
Quest for the Post of Power. Oh, Quest for the Post of Power. Thank you, Nico Bun. Give me your final thoughts. Like, I just, I remember being stoked as hell back in the day when, like, they finally put Zelda in Captain N. Again, Mm. this is, this is, like, halfway through the second season, and it just, it hadn't come up, and you're like, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? You, you know, it's been all these weird, like, second and third party games, and Bayou Billy, (laughs) it's time. (laughs) And then it happened, and, like, the Triforce was back, like all three original VAs. Yeah. They didn't even have to really call out the names of the stuff because you could recognize everything if you were familiar with Zelda. Mm-hmm. They did give Horsehead two extra legs, which is weird. But, like, it worked. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I like this one better than the other appearance of Zelda and Link in Captain N. Mm-hmm. But, again, this one is more true to Zelda. And, uh, dude, t- t- tiny, tiny Pig Ganon. Oh boy! Best Ganon, yeah. and actually, like, like spoilers, he gets the potion of power briefly at the end. Updated, um, large Ganon version with like the weird, like, meat rib chest piece and everything. Oh, so good! Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And I also there's one little throwaway moment where uh, uh, there's a little montage halfway where they're going across looking for the po- the key and the potion and all this, and like, um, the Kevin zaps some enemy and Zelda gives him a quick kiss on the cheek and Link oh, is just yeah. like you can he just storms off yeah and like you know he just wants to murder this fucking interloper <laughs> yes and it, it's like a five second shot but it's perfect um I, I my final thought would be I overall enjoyed the episode I think Captain N is a show that I didn't expect to like going back to it but I've gone back uh, thrice because uh, I watched. The trouble with Tetris, uh, off air myself. Mm-hmm. That was fucking weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun show, you know. I'm not particularly precious about a lot of this stuff, right? Um, because I don't feel like I have to be. It's not like it's a minority issue mm-hmm. or a uh, minority interest, should I say? It's uh it's not like um, I don't know, Kroll or something that nobody cares about. Everybody cares about this stuff, right? So it's it's going to be preserved and protected and all the rest, but uh. Yeah, like, I don't know. I enjoy the show. I would watch more of it, I guess. But I just don't know when I'll have the time between now and the grave. Sure. Yeah, I I think this is a little odd because we're reviewing a show we've already reviewed, but it's a particular episode within that show. But I think that this particular episode did a great job handling the source material because I do remember Captain N's visit to, I believe, both Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy, and both were just yeah, like they standard. Kind of them together. Yeah, it was. It might as well have been called. I think they went back there twice. Yeah, it should have been just called like Captain N goes to Renfair because it did, had very little to do with the games. It was just your standard affair. Well, there was the magic. one where they built the giant dragon to like seduce the Dragon Lord or something, which was incredibly weird and yeah that would happen in later dragon quest (laughs) yeah that and they um they they had legally distinct uh working in a coal mine but it was Uh, the mouth of the dragon yeah the 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 not quite licensed music which was also a mario brothers super show thing oh deke so yeah i'd give it eight out of ten cereal balls i enjoyed it i don't know where we ranked the first captain n episode with mega man uh, but i give it eight out of ten i like the costume redesigns I like the redesigns of the monster. I like the ideas behind the plot, even if it's a little clunky here and there. There's a lot of cool things happening with those characters being mixed up. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm 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 gonna go nine out of ten. But Whoa! I'm super. I, I I am super partial to both Zelda and Captain N. And I do um, have to remind everybody, Pete did give droids a fifteen out of ten. I think last time he was on the show. That's that that that's a choice. Um, 
Yeah, I, I would probably would have given it a full ten, but like, there's there's some awkward shots in there. Like the whole having they they have Eggplant Wizard and King Hippo following yeah. along to make sure like they can steal the push power later. But like all of the or like half the shots of them early on, especially like they're just standing there for a second and looking. They don't say anything. It's yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Thanks. Uh, you've squandered Canada's favorite son, Michael Donovan. <laughs> and um uh I actually and I also very much appreciated this is not a this is part of why it's the nine. Um like why it went up. That I like that they found the dial for sex pests and dialed that to a maybe a two. Like right. it, it went from like eleven to two <laughs> but still kept like a complete fucking brat. Otherwise, they, sure. like, they, they managed to keep his personality without him being a complete horn dog, just slightly part time. Yeah, P- clingy cling and jealous simp, as opposed to like <laughs> pushy and um, you know showing up at your place of work because yeah. he like doxed you on LinkedIn or something. Oh boy, so. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he did live there. He did live there in the original cartoon. It's he was hired to be there. Right. Uh, I was. I don't know. I give it an eight. I guess uh, it's it's very well done. Uh, there's a lot of polish to the animation. Um, it gets the job done, so to speak. What elevated it from a seven was pathetic little like underpowered Ganon. I just found that funny. I love it. I love it. I yeah, love little little piggy baby Ganon, and then when he transforms into that big monster and just knocks over Mother Brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the brain tips well, like over a, like a pickle jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, like, he's used to dealing with large jars. We we know this. Yes. But he, yeah, I like that he when he becomes big Ganon again, he basically goes, "I was using you." Yeah. And then runs away. <laughs> this is my like, house. Like that's what you get for hanging out with villains. It was a uh, it was a fun watch. Well, I'd like to thank our hosts, Keith the Robo Duke and Peter Graphic, for joining me on this episode, and also the members of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, without whom this podcast doesn't happen. If you'd like to become a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, please visit hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can nominate a Saturday morning cartoon for us to discuss by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Stitcher with your nomination, and you can fast-track your nomination by becoming a member of the Hot Blood Challenger Club for as little as a buck a month. With all that said, we'll be right back after the next episode drops. Give us your rupees. We're trying to upgrade from the child's wallet. <laughs> Well, excuse me.
excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me again, princess. Excuse me, princess. Hey, excuse me, princess. Oh, just get moving. Hey, excuse me, princess. Well, 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 excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.